last president of the United States of America. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily Radio with your hosts Nathan Lawrenson, Caleb Hint, and Goyle on 990 WGSO. In 1814, we took a little trip. All right, welcome to Battle of New Orleans Radio. We've got our man Nathan Lawrenson. Might want to back away from the screen just a little bit there, Nathan. Okay, I got you. Oh, that's a good one. All right, so um, welcome back to the airwaves. Um, we're going to go ahead and open up our slideshow and. Um, Let's go ahead and discuss the topic at hand, I guess you could say. Okay, I appreciate it, Gary. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead with uh, you know, slide one. We only have a few pictures up there, but you know, I want to start off by saying, okay, look, right here, this is a picture that's in City Park, New Orleans, Louisiana, at Celebration of the Oaks. And you see, this isn't pictures you want up uh, during a Christmas, Christ Mass celebration um go to the next picture gary yeah it's um not only is it not the same it's not even called christmas in the oaks anymore it it was for a long time celebration of the oaks and yeah you see now now this is up now isn't this a lovely picture um and i think this is important because we must identify the problem gary i know this is a hard thing for many people to discuss or talk about but you know, the issue is we have these international Jews, you know, um, that have taken over New Orleans and basically everywhere. You see the types in the ilk of Walter Isaacson. Um, you know, he is this internationalist uh, with Jewish uh, uh, descent um, that is basically quarterbacking many things behind the scenes in New Orleans. Okay, he was the Aspen Institute CEO for 14 years. Um, Bilderberg member attendee, um, CFR member, um, you name it, man. Um, Harvard. I mean, he, he, I mean every international uh, committee, roundtable. He's, he's written a biography about Henry Kissinger. Yes. Um, also about Benjamin Franklin, Steve Jobs, uh, and, and many others. You know, so many he, people in the city consider him to, to be a respectable citizen. However... He would be probably the, the number one individual behind the monument removal in the city, would you say? Yes. If you look at every person, every city council person um, that is pushing this, whether it's here, whether it's Tashara Jones in St. Louis, the gentleman in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, his name escapes me right now. Um, all these people are Aspen Institute members. And you look at here in New Orleans, um, not only is Mitch Landry the mayor, is the current mayor, um, he's an Aspen Institute attendee. He attends you know, all these security meetings there. He's basically getting his marching orders. He even sank Walter Isaacson uh, at the city council meeting December 15th, December 17th, 2015, 
Um, you, and you can go to the city council uh, meetings website and you can find the minutes and listen to the audio from two hours and four minutes to two hours and 10 sec, uh, 10 minutes. Yeah. So, when you, so when you're talking about um, marching orders, we're, we're talking about uh, the implementation of red light cameras in the city, the, uh, Green initiatives, the uh, green, well, the, green the, the green initiative, Gary. That's all part of um, Agenda Twenty One. Um, that's a part of Agenda Twenty Thirty. That that the sustainable development. That see the Aspen Institute is a non governmental organization of none other than the United Nations. Okay, they're one of the biggest pushers of sustainable development, Agenda Twenty One, in the world. Okay, they are one of look. If you look at a lot of the social engineering things that are happening across the country right now. Um, they, they are first discussed at the Aspen Institute Festival of Ideas in the middle of these think tanks and round tables uh, that they have and discuss. So, I mean, you'll see. Here's in advance. I mean, it's, it's really disgusting. So, you know, Agenda 21 is how the UN implements global government on a local level. And this is, you know, th- this, this is just what you get. Yeah, this is what you get, man. This is what internationalism looks like. And, and, you know, people always say, well, it's the progressives. It's the left. You know, the people on the left. Well, look, man, if you look, okay, on the left, we have the communists, right? And, and who are the communists, okay? The communists got their start in 1917 uh, when Warburg uh, sent all that money to, to, the, to Russia before it was the Soviet Union you know, they, they killed Tsar Nicholas. They, you know, took out Tsar Nicholas. They implemented the Communist Revolution. They implemented Stalin at that point. And that was all funded and backed by Warburg. Warburg, is that a Gentile-sounding name, guy? Uh, not quite. No, no. no. We, you know, we have our bell here. Yeah, they, 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 there's your bell. You know, so that's not a, uh, a Gentile-sounding name, okay? So Warburg with his money, sent Stalin over there. And look, if you look at all the people, all the Christians, I want to focus on Christians because this is the, the, you know, the time of Christmas. Um, look at all the tens of millions of Christians that this Jewish-backed Bolshevik revolution killed. You know, And the big thing is they only talk about Nazism in the six million, which I have a lot of questions about this, about this number, and so do most uh, truth tellers in the truth community, the numbers just don't add up, you know. So we, we only focus on this one group of people. Um, and why is that so important? Because you look at everything now, I mean, all these progressive, communist, uh, multicultural type things that are going on nationwide, basically, you know, got the push from that point. And it's here on our shores now. And, you know, it's spreading like wildfire. Um, so the, the, there's just, I mean, there's just my, my brain's moving 100 miles a minute, you know, thinking about this. And right now, one of the, the main things that I believe is happening to our country and to Europe is the implementation stealthily of the Kalarji Plan. You know, the Kalarji Plan uh, was, you know, was, was a vision by Count Kalarji, who was an Austrian, um, an Austrian uh, Japanese count. and he visioned that they were going to open the borders of Europe, flood them with Asian and Middle Eastern and African migrants, um, and then um, 
outbreed the European people and they were going to create this super race and that um, Judaism was going to control and run and oversee all of this. Well, what do you see now? You see Sutherland, um, who, who hails from the World Bank, IMF, Goldman Sachs, also uh, a chosen night blood. You can ring a little bell, Gary. He, uh, he, he's also from, uh, <laughs> there you go. He's the one that's opened the doors. He, he runs the migration department at the United Nations. Okay? He's opened the doors for all these people to flood in the European nations. And we see the same thing here. Okay, and you, you also see Israeli doctors from another NGO called Israeli Aid that are taking the that are taking the boats that are coming from the Mediterranean, they're grabbing them and they're pulling them ashore. And then they take these migrants out of the boat and then they help them, they bandage them up, which they're all fine, nothing's wrong with these people. And then they give them pamphlets on how to go into the European nations, get all the free welfare, and how they're going to um, basically use them and take over, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, the European nations. And so they'll give them all the information, how to get the free stuff. They'll give them all the information, how to get free housing uh, and where to go. And then, the, you know, so you see everywhere you look under this migration process, yes, it's Muslims on the surface, but it's these um, Israelis and people of, this, of the Jewish background that are flooding Christian nations. So that's what I, you know, as you, as people with European Christian blood, um, look, man, we're under attack. We only have 6% right now of the worldwide uh, population. Okay, we're, no, we're not having children anymore. Um, we're being castrated chemically. We're being, um, you know, castrated through debt matrix, being castrated through the Federal Reserve, the whole nine yards. And if you look at who runs all this. Diversification, multiculturalism. Why is every commercial and interracial cust, uh, uh, show, every, if the customers and the truck, um, you know, I'm not making as much sense as I'd like to right now, but it's just. Well, we look at the commercials, Gary. You look at all the commercials. It's always multicultural. Interracial marriages all the time. I mean, that's it. And see, the thing is, I've got no problem with people of these other races. But the problem is, as European Christian people, we need to preserve ourselves. You know, I mean, I don't want to die off as far as uh, my background, my heritage, my race, my roots. I don't want that to die off. And yeah, now we won't have many generations left of us, Gary. And I think this is very important. And if you bring it up, you're a white supremacist. That's, that's right. <laughs> so they've got it covered from all angles there. So. Um, I don't know what to say. So, um, yeah, let's, uh, would you like to go on to the uh, NFL, or do you sure, want to show sure. this we, more? We, we, let, let, let me say one more thing, Gary. Let me, let me say one more thing. See, we're the only people on the planet, Gary, that are not allowed to be tribal. Okay? They tell us not to be tribal, and if we're tribal, we're racist, but yet every other group. As tribal uh, as they can be. Especially the people uh, – you know, our Jewish masters. They're some of the most uh, tribal people on the planet. Yeah, go ahead, Gary. All right. So, um, what it actually, it's part of the same thing is that the same Aspen Institute people are pushing all of this uh, NFL 
trying to divide and conquer everyone, and it, it really does seem to be backfiring. I mean, what's going on with the NFL, Nathan? Yeah, Gary, well, you see, see, none of this is organic as well. See, everybody thinks this is all organic now. Look, nothing, nothing that happens. You know, all these people are at stage. You know, it's in, they're actors upon a stage, okay? The Aspen Institute, before this happened, at their Festival Ideas and their NFL Project Play uh, Summits, they were discussing this. They had punter Chris Cluey there. He's real, been real big on homosexual rights and transgender rights. And I all picture of him. There he is. Yeah. There he is right there. So, look, every time people, y'all see this Project Play uh, all over these parks and you see the commercials for Project Play, understand, excuse me, that is all part of the United Nations. See, the Aspen Institute is an arm of the United Nations. And see, that's how they're able to uh, keep the United Nations out of it and make people believe they're not part of this global government confab because they use non-governmental organizations as layers to implement the stuff. So, you know, it, but it's all tied in. This is all internationalism. Yeah, these are unelected people setting the policy in our communities yeah. and the people doing it actually are not aware no, of what they're, they're doing. They're being socially engineered, Gary. They're being socially engineered. To, and, and look, they're socially engineering millions and millions and millions of people through this. Uh, and it's, it's very disgusting. You know, people yeah. have to understand that really what's happening, what's going on. This is what internationalism looks like. Um, you know, I think we're too, we're too far, far gone to have a political solution at this point. Because if you see, you know, everybody wants to talk about, well, do something, do something. But, but you can't. You can't do anything, especially in these metropolitan areas, because you're going to have George Soros come in, spend millions of dollars. Okay. You, you see what happened in the Roy, Roy Moore deal. They're going to commit voter fraud, uh, the whole nine yards. Um, so you're not going to be able to win. It's just not going to happen. And see, all these politicians are going to take the money to get the parks built. They're going to take the money to get the, the stuff built for the constituents in their neighborhood. And every time they accept this money, it's got all the U- UN global government strings that are attached. And that's how they implement the global government with some of these politicians. Um, you know, some of them are aware, but many of them are unaware, partic- unaware that's not the right word, but they're unaware of participants. Yeah, unwitting. Implementation. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's not forget that our new, uh, newly elected mayor are, is um, a graduate of the As- Aspen Institute. 2014. Yeah. She was so the trouble. I mean, the, the Aspen Institute, United Nations is running New Orleans, whether we like it or not. And as Nathan says, there is no political solution. Yeah, there is no political solution. The only thing we can do now is uh, become aware and, you know, let people know. But look, I'm, as, uh, as our other co-host, Goyim, who's not here now, as he says all the time, look, man, the Goyim, no, we're starting to wake up. We're starting to be aware. And this is the first thing, man. We must understand and identify the problem. It's just like if you're a drug addict. If you keep continuing down the same path and you keep denying you're a drug addict, you will never get better. You have to identify the problem. Is that way you, you can solve it. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, all right. Um, we're running a little short on time. So um, what do you think is going on here with the uh, empty stadiums? Well, I mean, Gary, I think it's a combination of things. The NFL, um, the, they can't, people they can't afford, especially in many, like you see the San Francisco right there. 
the ticket prices are outrageous. Um, people can't afford it. California, I mean, you can barely afford to live. It's so, so damn expensive. I mean, New Orleans is expensive too. You know, it's hard to do it if you buy yourself for sure. Um, you know, it takes every bit of, of two people to be able to afford uh, housing here in New Orleans. Um, so people can't afford it. That's one aspect. You know, the NFL is way too expensive. You know, you bring, if you've got a family of four and you go to the game and, you, you know, you bring your family. To, to $500 easy. Uh, you'll spend anywhere from three to $500 on a game. I mean, when my wife and I go to a game, I um, mean, I usually spend, if you count the tickets, I spend 200 bucks. You know what I mean? So easy 200 bucks. I mean, the tickets are 60 bucks a piece. I mean, luckily, I mean, I, I, you know, and I'm talking about this and I'm aware of what's going on, you know, with the brainwashing, but uh, I'm still, I still have season tickets to the Saints, okay? And, I love my Saints. Um, yeah. Despite the propaganda, the military propaganda, yeah. the social engineering, the uh, d- diversity propaganda, but I think they stepped over the line when they no. started kneeling for the national anthem. No, and- no, they, they did, Gary. And look, even the Saints have 75,000 people on the waiting list to get tickets. The stadium still isn't as full, even though it's sold out. The Saints are sold out, but even it's sold out, people still, there's still many empty seats. So, I mean, I think it's a combination of, of the, you know, the, the, the cost and then a combination of um, people are just getting sick and tired of, you know, the social engineering aspect of it. Even though they don't understand they're being socially engineered, they right. think, you know, they don't, the, the, the optics of these people being anti-American, which here's the deal. In America, we have the right to sit, kneel, stand, do whatever we want, okay? You know, and I know there's going to be many uh, uh, people, you know, especially people that have served, they're going to say, well, what about, uh, you know, there's been many people that have died, uh, you know, for that flag, uh, you know, going back to, you know, even today in Afghanistan. And I would say, well, look, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate the bravery of these people who served and have lost their lives in, in these wars. But these wars are internationalist wars, and these wars are not about protecting Gary King's freedom or Nathan Lawrence's freedom or our rights. So, you know, it's a very mixed bag for me. And then you see the Department of Defense spending billions of dollars uh, with, with, with their, their fake patriotism, waving the flags around and sending jets over the stadium. So we're being socially engineered at every level. You have the internationalists that are having these players kneel. Okay, then you're having the internationalists that are flying jets over and waving flags. See, it's just like the Rothschilds, Gary. They run both sides of the war. You know, so it just has the appearance you know, uh, Colin Kaepernick of Black Lives Matter, we know the BLM movement, that's quarterback and ran by George Soros. So we see another atheist international Jew that is running the show with the money and the staring and, and the whole nine yards. I mean, so I'm just sick of it, man. These people, these people, Gary, will say we're anti-Semitic, but that's not true. You know what I would tell these people? I would ask them, are you anti-Gentile? Are you anti-Goyim? Yeah. All right. Well, Nathan, um, we're running a little short on time. You want to go ahead and wrap it up? We've got about uh, two minutes left. Uh, Gary, look, I really appreciate this. Uh, look, we're, we're going to come back. We're going to do more shows. Um, hopefully we'll be on the air, back in the air soon. And, uh, you know, I, I just appreciate this opportunity to, to get, get back in the game. And we hope we can get, uh, go, uh, Goyim and Caleb back involved as well. So I'm going to resurrect the battle in New Orleans, and it starts today. It starts now. So really appreciate it. And uh, thank you, Gary King, 
on the Patriot Radio and, and just thank everybody. All right, we'll talk to you soon. This is the Battle of New Orleans Radio. We'll have Goyam very soon, and we've got Nathan Lawrence, and we'll have Caleb hit. And who knows? We may even get Payday Montana back in the game. Who knows? All right. All right. Thanks, Gary. Did you know that Sandy Hook was a staged event where no children died? That the school had been closed since 2008, and there were no children there? 13 experts, including six PhDs. If you want to get a grip on just what fake news is, then I'd suggest you get the book, Nobody Died in Boston, at PatriotRadioBooks.com. It's PatriotRadioBooks.com. There was a rehearsal on the 13th going live on the 14th. Some participants became confused and put up donation sites the day before. Even the shooter was recorded as dying before the event. You have been played by Eric Holder and Barack Obama. Now Hillary wants to extend the deception by posing as a champion of Sandy Hook to confiscate your guns. Don't let yourself be played. Nobody died at Sandy Hook. If you want to get a grip on just what fake news is, then I'd suggest you get the book, Nobody Died in Boston, at PatriotRadioBooks.com. That's PatriotRadioBooks.com.